Well, hello, hello, hello. Hello, can you hear me? I hear you fine. I we can barely now. hear you. You can barely hear me? Yeah. Oh, wow, let me see. How about now? Nope. I'm trying to see. It's not my volume. It's all the way up. Let me see if I take these. Hmm. Okay, I can hear you better this way. You can hear me better this way? Yeah. Okay. I cool. have my headphones on. I was trying so I can not be so loud. Okay. I put the phone to my ear too. Maybe that'll help. Um, what I was going to say. Oh, we're already recording, but I can edit this part out. <laughs> it started recording automatically. <laughs> Maybe we can edit. <laughs> yeah, I think we can edit once it's uploaded. Well, let's go ahead and get started. Um, I'm Yolanda. And I'm Candace. And welcome to the podcast. <laughs> We're going to get that together. Yeah. <laughs> so, we got to have a thing gotta have a thing we gotta figure it out so basically what is join the club Candace? how would you describe it so I would describe join the club as um basically just as a way of you know saying hey we have a whole lot uh, that we've experienced that we've been through um that we're transparent and willing to share and so sometimes um you know a lot of people um, people who are listening um, may not, you know, know that there's other people who are experiencing the same thing or have experienced the same thing that they're going through or have experienced. And so basically saying, hey, join the we understand and um, it's real and relevant. Right. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So if you're a single mother, join the club. If you're a divorced woman, join the club. Join the club. In school, join the club. Join the club. If you are frustrated with your job, join the club. Join the club. Okay. <laughs> if you're trying to figure out how to be wealthy, join, join the club. <laughs> if you need to lose weight, join the club. You know? <laughs> For real. Yeah. Okay, everything. On this podcast, we'll discuss every everything from current events to politics to celebrity gossip. We'll also try to include some real life advice for whatever we may be going through personally that may help others. And always try try to end on a positive note because we're you know inundated with negativity all day long from social media to news to just real life things happening in our life. So why not try to include some positivity? Yes, absolutely. So let's go ahead and get started. So first, um, of course, how can we not speak on the tragedy that is the murder of George Floyd? Um, What happened to him was despicable. It was disgusting. And there is no way, shape or form around it. It was murder. Yes. Absolutely. It's extremely triggering. But I will say I was happy to see that all the police officers were fired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because in the past, we know that they let those jokers off like with a paid administrative leave while they investigated. Like 
basically paid them a vacation in the past when stuff like this has happened. Right. So I'm saying, okay, small steps, but we're moving forward um, as far as them actually firing them and arresting one of them. Um, I do feel like all officers involved need to be arrested and charged. Mm -hmm. But that's just my take on it. Um, And the protests. I do want to talk about the protests because I know there's protests happening in a lot of cities and they're saying that some violence um, is occurring during the protests. But I did see on my Twitter timeline today that they said, please let it be known that in a lot of these cities, it is not the black Black people. people. Yes. it's white people but mm-hmm. when uh president trump gets on twitter he refers to the protesters as thugs and just mm-hmm. you know, all that negative things and that upset me because i'm like you know what are we thugs for trying to demand justice right right well i mean for me what i um i think things were people combustible anyway right um, just because with this whole pandemic, um, it, I feel like thing it's been a buildup, you know, um, to this moment. Like to me, the ultimate sign of people just being tired of being sick and tired is when they burnt the police station down, you know, right. and um, I think that just shows like the combustibility of this whole like movement. You know what I mean? Um that people have been wound up, bound up, um, you know, being held back, uh, you know, uh, with the being, you know, being off work with the whole coronavirus thing. And so now it's like, here we are, um, this man is sitting in his car, you know, granted whatever took place, the forgery, whether or not he did that, I don't know, you know, Um, but whether or not he did that, but it seems like he was not being um, any more resistant or any more disruptive to their process um, than any normal person would be, right? You know, Um, and so I feel like whatever frustrations this person this officer had because I think I read somewhere that they may have had a connection um you know in the past or whatever and so um and who knows what that history is you know that would just bring him to me like what I'm trying to say is there was no threat present right and so for him to make this man a threat on on live I mean you know what I mean like just out in the open where people can see that he had no regard for this man's life and so I think people just kind of feel that pain that frustration that anger that you know just a build-up where it's just we just exploded you know what I'm saying like this was the match that exploded you know this whole thing and so um it's very unfortunate, you know, it's very unfortunate uh, situation, but it's just a trending behavior, you know, it's a trending behavior. And, you know, understandably so that the police officers are, you know, uh, <clears throat> under a lot of stress, but no more than anybody else in this world, you know, right. I mean? no more than anybody else in this country. Are they, you know, they're not under any more undue stress in my opinion, okay, um, than anybody else. And so it's not fair for him to have the opportunity or for them to have the opportunity to take out their frustrations 
on people who are not posing threats to them, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, um, yeah, I know here in Baltimore, you know, there were protests um, over the city uh, yesterday and then um, today there will be as well, um, you know, and I guess it's reminiscent for the, for the people here in Baltimore of the Freddie Gray, you know, right. incident. Um, and so, I, you know, it wasn't too long ago where Baltimore was in their own state of rioting and protesting. Um, and so the, the governor said something that kind of, you know, that I want to look into a little bit more um, before I speak on it. But he did say that because they asked him about it when he was on the news yesterday and um, about, you know, the mirroring of these two events. And so he said, well, the difference is that what happened in um, Minnesota and Minneapolis is um, different than what happened in Baltimore because there is blatant evidence, you know, of these police right. officers inflicting harm on this man. As in the Freddie Gray situation, there was kind of a, a gray area, you know what I mean, where it was hard to determine that um, any harm was intentionally done. So I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. You know, I don't it, know about that. It depends on the perspective, right? Right. So, yeah, because this, I've hear hearing people defend this officer saying that he what he did what he did wasn't intentional. Like I think the coroner's report uh, said that he died of something else. You know, like he had heart disease or something like that, and that regardless of whether or not the officer was on top of him for those eight minutes, he was going to die anyway. What? Everybody's going to die anyway. Anyway, right. Right. I mean, like, that's, that's foolish. And of course, they will try to say something is foolish or try to take some of the heat off mm -hmm. of the city. Mm -hmm. um, the officers and everybody involved, that's stupid. That, is, stupid. that is yeah. so stupid. And very yeah, die anyway. There yeah. are events that can happen that can bring it on a whole lot quicker. Right. Like, even with this COVID-19, okay, you can say that someone with uh, COPD is going to pass anyway, but COVID-19 brought it on quicker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or if somebody shoots somebody, they're going to die anyway, but you, you know, are responsible because you shot right. them. Yeah. You shot them. Yeah. That's just as stupid as the mayor of Petal, Mississippi, saying that he didn't see anything wrong mm -hmm. with what the police officer did. Mm -hmm. Disgusting. 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 And it's, but it goes to show you, Yolanda, that with anything, with anything else, until it touches somebody's them, you know what I'm saying? Until right. it touches their situation, it's not a big deal to them, you know? Like for him yeah. until, I mean, he's in Mississippi, right? We know that right. Mississippi burning, that, that history of racism and, you know, that um, that is there, that of, right. it's suspected that he would say something like that. But had it been his child or, you know what I mean? Or someone yes. um, that touches his family or his life, that it would, he wouldn't be saying the same thing. If the tables could only turn. Mm -hmm. I, I for majority of the white people in America, they will never understand 
mm-hmm. what it will, what it's like to be black. Mm-hmm. And I say for majority because there are a few that's raising a black child or a mixed race child that kind of has some understanding because their child comes home crying about it or they're married to, you know, someone that's African-American and they hear it. So they understand a little bit more, but still will never quite grasp the feeling of it is to be African-American when you walk in the store and you're being stared at, uh, they're not speaking to you, or a police officer, you're just talking to him, but he has his hand on his weapon, like just ready to draw at any time. Yes. Like um, something Jalen Rose said, the former NFL player, he said, uh, I wish America loved black people as much as they love black culture Mm. Mm. and I thought that was like the truest statement ever we see of course especially now with uh you know the internet how many white kids are out there listening to um hip-hop music and even singing along to the n-word and you know I think the last time there was an incident people were saying that you're black until it's time to be black Mm. okay now that is not true. That is very so, true. You know, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, in our family, we've dealt with this with um, cousin George Jr., who was beaten to death by a police officer back in the year 2000. And, you know, unfortunately, back then, there was no social media to really shed light on what happened mm-hmm. um, with Cocoa Police Department in Cocoa, Florida. But that stayed in my mind. Yes. Like, yeah. they had no reason, he had no weapon. He was walking. Um, They had no reason to beat him to death. And what I feel like a lot of these officers are just, like you said, they're they're not under any more stress than half the people. There's people stressed out right now about their jobs, Mm -hmm. about their finances. Mm -hmm. People, I mean, in America, we live with a large amount of stress daily. And so, yeah, we can say that police officers, uh, they're protecting and serving it at any day. They could not come back home. But that's true for everybody. Right. Right. Especially right. being black in America. Exactly. Exactly. It you know, some people are in danger in their neighborhoods, you know. Dang, you know, we all take risks um you know, in where we live and what we do or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? They they're at no greater risk, especially in the state that our world is in right now, you know. Um, than anybody else. I mean, postal workers could say they're, you know, at risk because right. that's where the whole like going in mass shooting on jobs started. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or that the first that I really heard of it. So, you know, we're all at taking some significant risk and just living day to day. Day to day. You no. Know? And there are some great officers out there. But mm-hmm. what I need is for those great officers to speak up. Yeah. And not keep this good old boys club that they have. Oh, we're going to stick to stick up for each other and cover mm-hmm. for each other. Like time out for all that. Mm-hmm. Like you want to be respected and say, well, that doesn't represent all of us. Well, then speak up, speak up or do something, you know? Do something. Yeah. Start to change from the inside. Absolutely. Absolutely. I w- wanted to bring this quote. So one of my favorite movies to watch is the movie The Good Shepherd and the quote you gave about uh, Jalen Rose made me think about this and so um, I can't remember his name is it not Ben Affleck Um, Matt Damon you know played this uh, he worked for the FBI or whatever right and so he was um, investigating this particular man and he went to his house 
And so the, the man asked Matt Damon's character, he said, you know, so let me ask you something. He was like, we Italians, we got our families and we got church. The Irish, they have like their homeland. The Jews, they have their tradition. And even the Blacks, they got their music. And he said, so what about you people, Mr. Wilson? What do you have? And so he says, well, we have the United States of America and the rest of you are just visiting. And it's unfortunate, but that is, I believe that that is the thought that is perpetuated, you know, from the beginning. Right. And I feel Mm -hmm. like when you, when you, when people are guests in your home, they're not family, you know what I mean? So you treat them as guests. Um, There's a division, there's a separation that you don't belong, you know, um, Whereas, you know, like we grew up in a family that anybody came, that came around, they were family. There was no you a guest or a visitor. You know, if you right. came around and you were like, you were family. And so, um, unfortunately, it's a shame that we have to feel like guests in our own country. You know, yeah. um, you brought us here. Uh, you know what I mean? You brought our ancestors right. here. Um and so, and it is on a, it's upon their backs that this country was built. And so right. for then, for, for you to say that we're just visiting, we're, this is our home. You know, this is our home. Um, so, yeah, that just kind of stands out to me because then I feel like that then is, and whether intentional or unintentional, right? Some things are just, we talked about in my class on um, Thursday night about uh, cultural construction, cultural construction, right? That these are just, this type of thinking is just the construct of society. And so then because you hear so long that you're a visitor, right? That you don't belong, then you act that way. You know what I mean? You act that way. You, um, and so we say a lot of black people have like slave mentality and things like that. Um, where they feel inferior, where they struggle to come up and they kind of accept that this is just what it is, right? Um, but it's because it's just been the been what's constructed for us, you know? Um, and so anybody that, um, anybody bigger, anybody stronger, anybody smarter, any, any you know, anybody that exceeds what... Um, the norm is right expected of, of us becomes a threat to right. the other culture you know and that's so unfortunate it's very unfortunate mm. and you you said a lot right then that it that really resonates with when you encounter a racist one of the first things they say is what go back to your country mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like wait a minute this is my country mm-hmm. this is the only home i know mm-hmm. i'm not a visitor i am a resident this is my home you can't kick me out of my home right if anything they say that african americans can trace their ancestry back in the united states a lot further than most whites right right because most whites they here visiting yeah they came and, and, and landed on Ellis Island in New York by way of Ireland or wherever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I did want to make a correction. I did say Jalen Rose was an NFL player, but no, he was an NBA player. NBA. See, he's built like an NFL player. <laughs> nice looking man, but I'm going to let that go right now. <laughs> that is not on the agenda. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but the thing about this 
this man who uh, murdered George Floyd. Did you see where his wife is now asking for a divorce from him? No. Wow. Yeah, the, the wife of the former Minneapolis police officer charged in the death of George Floyd has announced that she is devastated over the situation and is divorcing her husband. Wow. 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 So that's so ironic. But before I let me ask a question is because I saw something where George Floyd's fiance was like, we need to um, forgive the officer that, um, you know, that killed him. And so it looks to me from pictures that I've seen that she's white. Oh, is she? It looks like from what I've seen pictures of her. Um, hmm. that she is a white woman. So it's just kind of ironic to me. Yeah, she's white. Okay. Yeah. So yes, yeah. Um. So to me, that's ironic. That this. Yeah. I mean, I get what she's saying. I've seen it time and time again in courtrooms where you know the family that is grieving they forgive uh, mm-hmm. the killer or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. forgiveness is not for the other person, it's but great. for us as a community mm-hmm. to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that she also talks about, you know, not being violent. And I understand that too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like uh, I believe Trayvon Martin's father was like the same way. Like that's not how we should honor the memory of his son. We should, you know, make change without becoming violent, violent. without stooping to their level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's not be who they think we are mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as black people we are far more intelligent far more powerful um we can speak with our words we can cause change it has happened before right the whole civil rights movement we can cause change right we can speak up right we are extremely powerful once we stick together so uh i am i'm i am totally in favor of protests mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but i want to keep them peaceful yes Yes. Let's not be who they call us. Yes. We're not savages. We're not animals. We're not people who can't control ourselves. We're not, you know, violent. Mm-hmm. But it, it is crazy that they could come at us with violence. But if we respond, then we're the enemy. Then we're the bad person. Right, right, right. And that's kind of where I was going to go with that. You know, um, is that people often respond with what they are hit with, you know? Right. So, um yeah. So I just thought I was just like, wow, that's interesting. Um, just to see that dynamic, you know, um, one for me to know that she was white for two, for me to um, see where she's calling for like forgiveness and uh, things like that, because I know I've seen responses to her by other black people who are kind of like, who are you? You know, (laughs) to say anything, you don't have to experience what we're experiencing. You know what I mean? You don't go through what we go through. Um, So, yeah, I just thought that was kind of weird. And then to hear that the officer's wife is asking for a divorce, you know, she's like, wow, what what an extreme reaction. The cop's wife, I'm not sure how true this is. I'm just looking online, but they're saying that she's also the sister of the other cop, one of the other cops that was standing there watching the whole thing go down. Um, 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's just that's that's. She said, you know, received the heat of it all because, mm-hmm. from my knowledge, she was all, "Oh, her husband is the uh, soft person; he wouldn't ever." But now that ever the truth is coming out, now she's jumping ship and I'm out of here. Girl, you know what that means? <laughs> she wanted a divorce anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Look, honey. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Most people, most a lot of women, when their husband is in like the thick of things or like in adversity, like they stand by their man, right? She's like, yes, deuces. I've been looking for a way out. Like she already had one foot out the door. She was just waiting. That's it. She was like, I have to be a faithful wife. You know, they're accusing him. Why he can't really fight back and try to protect those assets. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, yes, now I get everything. <laughs> I mean, because who's gonna right. tell her no or who's going He's too to busy trying to fight his in? other case? Like Okay. Hey, look, she's probably gonna bring up if she has to bring up allegations. See, yep, see, he is violent there and he's also violent at home. And you know, I've seen right. this anger. Yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. hope he gets that, time that, though. That. I hope they truly make an example yeah. out of him and he even life. Yes. You know what I mean? Like no possibility of parole. Mm-hmm. Like they need to make an example out of him. I mean, he kills somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He kills somebody. And let like officers know we're not standing for this. Like y'all are not above the law. You are to protect and to serve, but you're not above the law. Mhm, mhm, mhm. That Absolutely. was that was nothing else not but murder. That wasn't protecting yourself. That wasn't oh, you perceived him as a threat at that moment. That was just mm-hmm. I want to kill you. Right, right, right. So yeah. speaking of, you know, we're trying to make a change in this country and change some laws and things of that nature. Let's go ahead and segue over into politics. Oh my. Um <laughs> specifically the Democrat Party, Democratic Party. Um mm-hmm. we saw what we heard when Joe Biden said if you have to wonder if whether to vote for me or vote for Trump, then you're not black. And, um, mm-hmm. which was offensive. And I'm a registered Democrat, mm-hmm. but I was offended. Um mm-hmm. because I don't want Democrats to get comfortable. Don't just assume that you have the minority vote. So therefore you don't have to do anything for minorities. Right. 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 You don't have to campaign to minorities. You don't have to try to Mm -hmm. fix anything in office. Uh, It's broken. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? (laughs) Well, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay um I agree with you I think that um again this just kind of goes to like the cultural construct right that if you're black then you're a democrat and if you're black you should vote democrat because the democratic party is the one who takes care of the african-american or excuse me let me say this correctly the black american community okay um 
However, and so because this idea is perpetuated amongst us, um, then, you know, it's just what people automatically do, right? I, I think it's um, a lack of knowledge on our part um, in that, yes, at one time, this was the party that, you know, catered to our community, um, looked out for our best interests or seemingly so, okay? But times have changed, right? Um, and the Black, I mean, I'm sorry, the Democratic Party has always been white run, white, you know? Um, the people who are in office, you know, because even amongst that party, it was difficult for black people to get into the higher roles, you know, Congress and the Senate and things like that. Um, you know, it was difficult for it to become still difficult for it to become diverse, you know. Um, and so to me, either way, to look to a white person to have the answer for a community that they do not engage in and do not involve themselves in is just erroneous, you know? Um, and so, but it gives him the balls, for lack of a better word, to be able to say something like that, you know, um, that if you don't vote Democrat, then you're not black. That's, that's, that's you know, that's thoughtless, yeah, right? sensitive, inconsiderate, um, and very disrespectful. And so, um, you know, I just, I feel like, and then, and, and then even in his defense uh, of what he said, you know, he wants to talk about how he, um, you know, like was a part of the, the crime bill and, you know, all of the um, things that, you know, he, he has done you know, uh, over the years to kind of support, um, you know, African American. I'm sorry, I say African American, Black Americans. You know, so it just well, really you can't say African American though. <laughs> you can't change it. Oh, wait a minute, I say African American. <laughs> What's going on with that? Why we can't say that? Is it not? I mean, you can, but for me, for me, I just want to strengthen the fact that I am an American. I was born in America. Um, I have been here all my life and I can go back at least four or five, maybe six generations of my people being right. in America, whether they were slaves or not. So I'm an American. Um, and to I just sometimes like in this moment now there are times where I would say African-American but in this moment in this conversation I just wanted to be known to whoever listens that I'm black and I live in America and have always been right. here and so um, I feel like saying African-American then gives white people the ability to say well go back to Africa you know okay so I want to make it known that I belong here in America right okay I get that so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. agree. It is it's ignorant to um for people to say like you're black, you have to be Democrat. That's just ignorance because mm -hmm. um me, like I said, I'm a registered Democrat, but I'm not so liberal and such a staunch Democrat that I can't vote Republican, that I can't switch it up, that I can't vote for who would be best in office in any position, whether it's Senate. House representatives, whatever, mm -hmm. I look at the person, their values, and if it lines up with mm -hmm. period. Right, right. And I think that's the right. way we should vote. You know, I really, what is in the best interest 
um, for me and my community, you know, um, and not just my community as in like black people, but just my community as a whole, what is best for my community? Um, you know, because it's important. I want to vote for people who are about the entire, the entire community, the entire village. You know, I'm not trying to vote for people who only care about one particular interest. Right you know, or one particular group of people because it then further creates divide and division, and, you know what I'm saying? And um, but it further um, enhances the things that we're trying to eliminate or decrease the harm from, you know? And so what, what I feel like, that's what I feel like Joe Biden's comment did. Again, whether it was an intentional thing, whether it was just a slip of the tongue or whatever, right? Um, because here's the thing, the Bible says it's not what goes in a man that defiles him, right. but it's what's come out. And so then now I'm inclined to think that those kind of thoughts are in your heart, that I, you're not worthy of my, um, campaigning. You're not worthy of my energy. You're not worthy of my time. Like you're, um, brainwashed. And so whatever I say, you're going to do It's a right. slavery mindset. You know, that um, I don't have to give any energy into you because you're going to um, vote for me anyway. And if you don't vote for me, that means like you're not who you say you are. Well, you know? listen, I don't know who to vote for in this upcoming election. I wish it was somebody who would run me and just either. say, you know what, I would eliminate all student loan debt and that they would have my vote. <laughs> What? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, but all seriousness, I hear a lot of people saying that because they don't know who to vote for, or they don't want to vote for either party. They're just not going to vote. Uh, I understand that. That is your yeah. right. I do urge you to still go out and vote because in most uh, elections, in most areas, we're not only voting for the president, but we're voting for who runs your city, who runs your state, and who represents yeah. us in Congress. So about those, I, yes. like I told you before, like write Donald Duck name in for president. <laughs> no, 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 no. Somebody told me don't even write Donald Duck. Oh, don't write Donald okay. because if there's a recount, they, gonna, they don't care okay. that it says duck. Okay. Well, don't write Donald Duck. <laughs> Just write, write Mickey. Write T'Challa, write Iron Man, write Thor with his fine stuff, you know. Okay. <laughs> you write okay. your name. Okay. If you feel confident and competent, write your name on the back. But no, I agree with you. It's very important to vote for these decision makers. Um, these these you know, because they're the people right. with the greater power, right? Uh, so it's very important to vote for those people um who will be in place. Uh, you know, like, and even if it's somebody who um, is able to, like, co congregate enough of a strong decision that the, the president has to veto it, just know that you got somebody right. that's got who, your back. That should do all, some work. You know, these people just sit yeah. back yeah. in a recliner. I think this is the most work that Congress has had to do lately when the stimulus and stuff, because mm -hmm. they don't do much. No, we just right. hit them arguing back and forth. 
Yeah, yeah. But this is work, you know, this is work. You know, just to, since we're talking about politics, just want to get your thoughts on this. So I was talking to a friend uh, earlier today and he was saying, oh, you know, I really like uh, uh, Vice President Pence. Like, he's a good guy. He's a, a Christian um pastor and he has good morals and values and so I said he does how do you know that because I don't never hear anything from him you know I barely hear him say anything he's quite quiet right and so um and so we were just having a conversation um about his role you know and I'm just like you know I I never hear him say anything, and, and maybe I miss it, right? But never hear any, him say anything in support or in defense, you know? Um, he's not really, like, vocal. Um, and I'm trying to understand, like, what is he doing? Like, what is going on with him? Like, is, is he in agreement with the things that Trump says? Is he like behind him saying, hey, 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 don't say that. Hey, you want to be careful. I mean, you know, it's just different from what we've seen of like, um, uh, you know, other Republican, um, you know, seatings with, you know, like right. Bush and Cheney, where you kind of, you, you know, it's just a different dynamic, different relationship. It's almost like he's just yeah, man, it's a clone. There, he is not real. You know, to- <laughs> He is an android. <laughs> he is nah, that man is the devil. I don't care what nobody say. His look, it's something about his look that bothers me. Like if you was walking right down a dark yeah. alley and you saw him standing there like you would run and be scared, you didn't even gotta yeah. be an alley. You could just yeah. be walking to yeah. your car in the parking lot. And he could be dressed in a suit and tie and they like and you would still be like, um, <laughs> Now, it's something about him that just bothers me, but I will say I think his true colors are shining through. Because, and I say that because okay. when he first, um, when Trump first got in the office, when you would see Trump speak, Pence would almost look at him lovingly, like in admiration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but I've been catching mm-hmm. him sometimes lately when he's standing there with Trump, he has a look of, oh my gosh, here we go again. This man is getting on my nerves. Mm. Um, Mm-hmm, I thought mm-hmm. that Pence was even like a greater evil than Trump. And I felt that he mm-hmm, took mm-hmm, the position mm-hmm. thinking that Trump was ignorant enough to fall fail. and fail and he would be thrust mm-hmm. into power. Mm. Okay. I can see that. I don't like that. Definitely. Um, I kind of I kind of thought that, yeah, it's something about, I agree with you. It is something about him that I'm just kind of like, mm, gives me the cringes, yeah. the heebie-jeebies, you know? Because um, he seen, you know, when people seem like too perfect, you he's know there's a little darkness he back there. Real. That man ain't real. Tell you that he, <laughs> but what bothers me the most is he doesn't like Trump. And you can tell it as of late, like mm-hmm. this man does not like Trump. Now, when Obama and Biden was in office, uh, at the beginning, Biden didn't agree with uh, a lot of things that uh, former President Barack Obama wanted to oh. do. But they became like mm-hmm. brothers. They became like brothers. They worked well together, and I enjoyed yeah. that dynamic because they had different points of views, but they came together. 
I wouldn't want to my vice mm-hmm, president mm-hmm. be a yes man. Like, give right, me right, another right, way of right, looking right, at right, it. Right. Let's have those late night strategy yeah. strategy sessions where you show me another side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. It's just, it's just, it's just really too. It's just, it doesn't fit well. They're too they don't they like a well, lifetime movie you know? waiting to happen. Yes, because I'm thinking like, okay, Pence was mm-hmm. a former governor, right? Who whose uh, state went through a right. pandemic of their own, you know, of the mm-hmm. HIV AIDS things. And so I'm thinking, wouldn't this would be your time to kind of help formulate a plan um, based on your own experience, you know, but it's kind of like he's been quiet, you know, like not really saying anything, not really offering anything. Um, and so it's like, so what's your motive? What are your intentions? Well, you know, another you thing know, is anybody who um, says anything contrary to what Trump says will probably get fired. <laughs> so you think this man sitting around <laughs> I don't want to lose my job <laughs> okay he probably telling his wife Shh, shut up don't you say we nothing keep this job dear <laughs> now that would be ridiculous because if Trump gets reelected again, where he going? He gonna be right, right. there. And he gonna throw his years. hat in the ring. Like um, twenty 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 four. Yeah, and then but what are people gonna vote on him? Vote for him? He gonna on? try to ride off of you if know Trump I'm, wins I'm, again. Um, he'll try to ride off those coattails. He probably if Trump wins the next reelection, he knows pretty much there's nothing else Trump can do. He can't run again, whatever. I think he'll be more vocal then and more involved because he's going to try to ride that wave into his own bid for president. Yeah. I mean... And I'm not voting for a clone. The man is an android. That man, the real (laughs) Pence is sitting in Indiana somewhere. That is a clone (laughs) or an android. That is not... Nobody just looks like that all the time. He has the same facial expression in every picture. Look, that's why he ain't wear no mask when he went out because he right, already he knew will. I can't get it. <laughs> Listen, I that just got so this funny. Fitbit watch and it's kind of all in my business. Like if I'm sitting down for too long, it tells me I need to get in like 200 more steps before the hour is over. Like, can you just let me be me? They don't know what's going on in my life right now. Maybe I just sit down. <laughs> Okay, you better listen to that Fitbit. That's uh, that's uh, Pence's cousin. Oh, true. All them robots. That's how he controlling your life. That's how he running the country through the Fitbit. You better get up and walk. Don't even get me started on these conspiracy theories. That's why I'm, you know, I'm that type of person. I'm not a person into, you know, I'm not really into it that much. But I do keep my wig covered up and stuff around the house. Girl, listen, let me tell you. So my auntie, um, so everybody was, you know, family members were at her house for mm-hmm. uh, the Memorial Day holiday, right? 
And so my mom told me that my aunt used the Alexa to call everybody down for breakfast. And so she was like, my aunt got a phone call from my uncle who is like two hours away from her and was like, hey, so what's for breakfast? And she was like, what you talking about? Girl, why this man could hear through the Netflix on her on Alexa calling <laughs> them down for breakfast? Oh, and two hours away. Girl, I'm like, what the heck? I, mean, I told y'all I love my Alexa. I'm trying to tell she, you. she be snapping lately. She have an attitude in her responses. It makes me think that they're going to become human. I was watching that <laughs> Disney movie from a long time ago, Smart House. Where the house just becomes real. I be thinking mm-hmm, that about Alexa mm-hmm, sometimes. Girl, look, look. That's 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 some crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Okay. Right. What do you think stuff. about <laughs> Hill Harper's birthday shout out to uh Zaya Wade? Um um, that is Dwayne Wade, transgender son, daughter. I want to be PC um, in what I'm saying. But um, Gabrielle <laughs> Union, you know, wished Zaya a happy 13th birthday and had a lot of, you know, loving words and everything like that. And Hill Harper responds, happy birthday, young man. Read letters to a young man. Your mom wrote something <laughs> in it. You'll love it. Have a great day. Um. Um. Well, I will say that um, maybe if he just forgot. I mean, because he's known this child as a boy all of his life, and then all of a sudden he's switched to. I'm, I'm sorry. All of a sudden, now he's known as a as a as a young woman, so it is probably um, very difficult for people right. to kind of just you can't just switch. You know, you try to be as respectful as you can of people's wishes um, and desires, but sometimes you slip up. I mean, I mean, <laughs> sometimes it's just hard. It's difficult, and I'm not trying to make fun of it or whatever, but it's difficult sometimes, you know. Um, I yeah, I just I I you know I have a client like that, and sometimes I I forget, and um, you know, and I just apologize and say, hey, I'm sorry for the year that I've right. known you. You've been this, you know. So you just switch, you know. You just inform me of something different of, of another desire um uh, you know and it's kind of hard for me to remember um, so so <laughs> I would agree with you however karma <laughs> it is easy you know like you said when you've known somebody all their life and then they say okay I, I prefer to be called this for a little while you probably will slip up and then you know you apologize say you know I didn't mean it I apologize you know give me a minute to get used to it um however mm-hmm. when he said happy birthday young man read letters to a young man <laughs> oh gosh 
But is that so his? He, is he talking about his that, real that, mom? So that would be like double Gabby shade now. if that was like his biological mom um, versus Gabby, his stepmom. So that so that's the part that I would take issue with because I'm like, she ain't his mama. Like, I mean, she his stepmama. So it, to me, it would be more better to say stepmom. So I'm saying right. it is real. Because if he is something? referring to Gabby as your mom wrote something in it, then just say Gabby. Don't give her a title. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. a mom. And um, if my kid's dad was married well first of all is that joker was even involved in their life but that's a whole different story for a whole nother podcast i'm holding <laughs> but if he was married to a woman and if she was there from the absolute beginning i i, I would probably give a little mm-hmm. bit more respect but don't overstep you're still not yeah. their mother period yeah period right 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 Right, mm-hmm. you absolutely. Mom, you can be Miss So and So, but you'll never be mother. As long as I'm a teacher, I'm just this whole thing. I'm just reading it again, and I'm just <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing is so hilarious. <laughs> Happy birthday, young man! Right. Exclamation! Exclamation! Read letter to a young brother. Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Your mom wrote something in it. Exclamation, exclamation. You'll love it. Have a great day. I mean, I, this has me dying, okay? Because how did I, they respond to this? I haven't quite seen um, their responses yet. I'm, I'm reading everybody else's comments. And they, a lot of people are alluding to that he was referring to Gabby when he says your mom wrote some stuff, something in it or whatever. And a lot of people are saying she's overstepped her boundaries. Uh huh. And um, in that aspect, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen where they've responded to it yet. Maybe they won't respond to it. Would you re- Would you respond to it? Has he? Like if that was would I respond you know, to it? If it was me, no. But as Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, they probably, I'm surprised that they hadn't responded to it. But maybe he called them and said, hey, oh, I'm looking at something right now. It says, um, I would like, he is apologizing. I would like to apologize for my post. I'm responsible for what gets posted and I made a horrible error. So did somebody, is somebody mm. else writing his tweets? He admitted in a tweet, I misgendered my friend's child, and I'm so sorry to Zaya and the entire Wade family. It is not my intention to misgender and misrepresent her in any way. I celebrate Zaya. I mean, see, that's just too much. Building strong men and stuff, but you misgendered. (laughs) You plugged in your book, Letters to a Young Brother, what you meant. He couldn't say that apology. Like, I don't believe it. I yeah, I'm just like you just doing too much. Like you really either you or your publicist or whoever responds to your social media, they <laughs> have shown <laughs> right the true intentions. Okay. Yeah, they he, have he shown like the true feelings you know. about it. He, okay. 
<laughs> he probably wrote it and then was like, dang, I shouldn't have said it. Might've he he might have been you know, drunk or high. Yeah, so he should definitely have thought you know. about that. Really, all he should have said was happy birthday. That's it. Sometimes the that's more it. words you that's try it. to say, that's the more it. you say <laughs> I keep reading in Genesis. That's what got Eve in trouble. She went on trying to explain instead of just saying, yes, mm-hmm. that's what he said. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what got her in trouble because the more words you use, the more, the, the easier it is for people to catch you up in your I blame stuff. Adam. Why he wasn't the man of the household? Girl, he was gone trying to find them something to eat. Probably. That's I mean, for another podcast. I, I think he was gone. standing right there. I think he was like, you go get the apple and let me know what happened to you first. <laughs> yes, that's a whole So what podcast. do you think about this mm-hmm. Tamar Braxton um, <laughs> where she made a post. It was her boyfriend's, I think his name is David or something. It was her, her boyfriend's mother's birthday. Mm-hmm. And she said something to the effect birthday I'm ever having a mother-in-law. I yes. is Vince's mama dead? Oh. I that Did she I die before know. they got married? Um, her whole post said I had a mother-in-law until now. I had no idea on what I was missing out on. Someone who truly loves you like their blood daughter, all because you have fallen in love with a magnificent man. Never, besides my amazing mother, has another woman accepted me for all my flaws, praised for me in my heart, and also my amazing son. She sends me scriptures to read, and they are always what I need. She gives me her blessing on things and will tell me when I'm wrong. I cherish every day that he blesses us with your love and spirit. Love you, mommy. I praise God that he made it so that I was your daughter. Happy 81st birthday. You are just as stunning as you are the day we met. Beautiful post, but I don't like it. Candace, you still there? Oh, okay. We had I'm a here. Technical I don't know what up. happened. But I was saying it was a beautiful post that she wrote, but I don't like it because okay. whether Vince's parents were dead before she got with him, I still feel like that's a little slight. That's a little shade. She could have said all those beautiful things she said to his mother without saying that. And to my knowledge, I didn't know they got married. They're not married. They're not married. Oh, did they? And I mean, it seemed like every other month they're not together. Okay. But that's the mother-in-law that you've never Mm. had until now. Yeah. She might be a mother-in-love, but she's not a Mm mother-in-law unless they've gotten married. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I get what you mean by, I get what you're saying about the whole technical aspect of it all. Um, about the, you know, the, the terminology or whatever, and it being a little slight too. Since, again, I don't know when his mom passed away or whatever. Um, but if 
she was not alive during their relationship, um, during their marriage, excuse me, which is different than a relationship. But if she was not alive during their marriage and so she never got to experience that type of relationship, then I kind of get it. Um, I kind of get what she's saying. And again, though, if they're not married, right, she's not really the mother-in-law, right, because the law implies marriage. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I understand what she's saying. I think maybe because it's Tamar and we're always so used to her throwing shade that, you know, at first glance, it's like, ooh, she's shady, you know, she petty, but, you know, I think but I kind of get sensitive. it. I kind of get it. So, I mean, because do you, could you still, did could you be. still honor Vince's mom, even though, you know, she wasn't there? You but, still, you know, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he honored his mom on Mother's Days and things of that nature while they were married. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you know, yeah, that, that, true, true. And then, let me tell you something, you know, I, I'm sure you're scared. When, when people are in relationships and then it goes sour, right? And when it stays negative, um, that energy stays with you. You know what I mean? Um, and so while in a relationship, it might have been all love and all honor and all respect, uh, but now she ain't with them. So, right. you know, it may... It, you know, that whatever it, it may stem from, you know, the, the seeming, what appears to be petty or whatever may just stem from, you know, not that it's her intention to be petty or, you know, to throw shade or whatever. But um, like I said, because it's her and that's what we know her for, for, and then the hurt that she experienced in that breakup and in that relationship with, um, Vince, you know, it just, it may just come across all wrong. So we all have to be careful what we say and how we say it, because especially with her being a celebrity, every word is going to be judged, you know, everything is going to be judged. Her intentions are going to be judged, you know, but she put it out there for Tamar, I think she's so effortless with her shade that she doesn't even realize it, like for real, but um, she was also married before Vince. So it was as well. Oh, like, see, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, you know, I didn't know she was married before. Yeah. Um, well, see, I mean, it was just a lot. Mm. Like, <clears throat> my son, if he was dating a girl, and they could be dating for years, but they're not married, I'm not your mother in law. Mm-hmm. You might hope that you'll be around this time next year, <laughs> stealing family pictures and stuff. That's just it's just too much. <laughs> oh my gosh! But you know that goes along with the culture. And ho- let me first put it out there, honey, that I'm guilty of it, right? But that just goes along with this whole thing where we move so quickly in relationships. The whole, you know, um, 
it's, it's so quick before you know it. You meet somebody and next thing you know, y'all living together. And y'all only known each other for two weeks. But that first moments are like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. They're the most amazing person in the world. You know what I mean? And then we're meeting the family and now it's like, oh yes, we're, you know, uh, this is my mom, my, you know, all of that kind of, you know, we move so fast. The progression is so quick. Um, that it just blurs all types of lines and just blurs all types of why is that stuff, why you know are what I people mean? moving and, so um, quick these days like for real like you meet a guy like I can meet a guy in the morning time and say I'm pumping gas and he wants my phone number by the afternoon he wants to come over I don't even know your last name dude but you want to know what I said get a Right, like, right, yeah. I don't. I think it's mm-hmm. a lot of reasons. Yeah, I think I think it's many reasons. Um, of course, I think it stems from some type of internal need. Right, um, we do not like to be alone. You know, um, we like to. We are people who human beings, we like to share, we like to be engaging, we like to be interactive. And so, um, and then you have that aspect of for many, for a long time, and I think people are just now embracing like singleness as a thing, right? We've been told like the goal is Mm -hmm. to graduate high school, get married, you know, go to college, get married, have a good job and all this stuff like that. And so I think it's embedded in our minds and it feeds our inner person um, to have, to be in a relationship. Somehow we've got the idea or not somehow, we know how we have come to this idea that in order to be complete, we need a relationship. We need a man or we need a woman. And that's what makes us complete. Like a man saying, I, I can't stand mm-hmm. when men saying, that's my real. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. You know, <laughs> you know, no, that's not how it's supposed to be. Um, right. You know, because you can live without a real. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you don't need a rib to make you complete. Right. You I eat say, uh, my ribs is 50 50. No, I don't you want know? that either. You need to give 100, I'm going to give 100. No, uh-uh. give 100. Exactly. So I think we just, I think as a society, as a people, as a culture, as a nation, all over this world, marriage is, um, or relationships, um, have become so valuable. Having companionship has become so valuable Including that people are willing to do relationships, which is you know? has said that her and Greg are in an open relationship, yes. especially yes. since it's come out that she supposedly, allegedly, has a boyfriend named Rodney. Isn't he? I think in Baltimore, he might be over there in Maryland by you somewhere at the casino where her phone uh, story is. Girl, I ain't gonna say what I got to say about these Baltimore men, honey. But okay, I said, well, hey, you know, (laughs) apparently, if it's girl, they like it, and it is what it is. 
but she has said they're in an open relationship. You know, it has been talked about um, that Greg was messing around with one of her store managers. Don't know how true that is. He didn't really confirm it or deny it, really. Um, but it's out yeah. there that Nene was like, she ain't re- wasn't really worried about him because she was getting hers on the side as well. Gosh, oh my. See, and that's just, oh, to me, it just goes against. So at the bottom line, it's got to be for, mm-hmm. I feel like it's the whole cheaper to keep You know what I'm saying? Um, it's better to just branch out rather than um, divorce. You know, then we got to go through all the nastiness or whatever. But I feel like, then you're opening yourself up to so many things. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe oh, maybe it's me because I'm not a sharer. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not trying to share. I don't know because then you spread yourself between different people, you know? Um, it, it, wow, it, it, that's just it, weird. It, 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 that's just weird to me. And instead of like resolving Instead of working as husband and wife, and that's what you're supposed to do is resolve your issues with one another, you know, finding out how you can best support um, each other, you know, through whatever trials and things you're going through. Um, It's just hard for me to be okay with that. I'm not knocking somebody if they do it. If you do it, that's If you do it, be open about it to all parties involved. mm -hmm. It's not an open relationship if your wife or your husband don't know that you're having another relationship. That's not an open relationship. And then, I yes, and then what if you were in a relationship with somebody Mm -hmm. close to me? Oh my gosh, no. Uh, uh, Like, I no, honey. I was I watched Poetic Justice last night. And when the girl was in the salon, she and she was like, You better I know what that you better not sleep with James. I tell you that. And she was like, I tell you what, girl. Uh every time you kiss him, you eating my, you know, eating my <laughs> see, I I'm like, see, I can't go through that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I just I don't know. I will always be comparing myself. Even though I may have somebody else, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like I if you get too messy and somebody can get too attached like and then you have a whole lifetime movie situation going on. Mm-hmm. Somebody trying to flatten your tire. Yeah, we oxygen, honey. For your man and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. 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 Because somebody is going to get jealous. You know, again, bring, just bringing up the Bible says you cannot serve two masters. You cannot because right. you will love one and hate the other. You know, um, I was watching um, just on Netflix, Murderous Affairs, where this lady and this man, like they were all in this group, you know, couples. And they knew you know, everybody knew that they were like sleeping together or whatever. But then his wife had a baby, got pregnant and had a baby. And then that changed the dynamic mm. for the um for the mistress. Right. Because now she's like, oh, wait a minute. She has something over me, you know. And so um, she begged him then at this point, leave your wife, leave her, leave her, leave her. Oh. And so because he chose not to leave his wife, she killed her, you know. 
Yeah. And so I think the people's minds are dark and evil. And when we want what we want, you know, um, that's why so I can't I'm, be with a cheater. I'm, yeah, I can't I because you're cheating. Your life in danger in more ways than one. Yeah. Not just with diseases that you could bring back, but with you could be mm-hmm. with a chick who's evil and obsessed and can't take when it when it's over, or in the wife's place. That has happened mm-hmm. too many times, like in real life, for real, for real. Can't can't do it now nah. wow. yeah too many times mm-hmm. yeah and that seems I'm to be the trend whole thing right that all men cheat and right. if you want to be in a relationship so. then you just have to accept that i don't accept it um my worth is too great to be with a man cheats mm-hmm. so yeah no if you want to cheat just stay single mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right just date Mm-hmm. Too many people want to have that thing at home, lockdown. Yeah, while they be in the streets, and that ain't me. Mm-mm. I ain't that ride or die chick. The that's gonna stay beside you, time yeah. after time after time. <laughs> I ain't time after time. No, not me. <laughs> now, yes. As far as celebrity yeah. gossip today, sure. Let's get into Miss Quad. Miss Quad. With her confirming that she is a new mom after adopting a baby yes. girl. Now, apparently, it seemed like it might be with a family member. Um, but apparently, Quad and her mom adopted a child. And like, it's not just solely Quad. Um, mm-hmm. But she seems to be pretty happy about it. But I think a lot of people are commenting and say she was almost not asked back to be a part of Married to Medicine. And she's possibly using this as a storyline to save her position. Uh-huh. Girl. This thing got me questioning Kwa's whole character. Okay. I'm trying to figure out because this is the very thing that you divorced your husband for. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't want a child. You wanted dogs and do a designer clothing line for your dogs. And you weren't into this whole having a child thing. And I get it. Right. Because I mean, no, sorry. I was going to talk wrong. No. What I'm trying to say is that maybe she didn't want to mess up her body or something. Right. But then all these people that's having these surrogate babies, which I know is an option for you because you all have the money to do so, okay? So it's just weird to me that you would now, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe that maybe that was her whole premise. Like I didn't want to mess with my body, but she felt too shallow. Like it would be too shallow for her to say that. Um Girl, she just got me questioning her. Yeah, and I'm and like, is she on, is Brad going to come back now that she got a baby? Like, like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm so confused by that. I, I really am. Granted, it's been some years and people have the opportunity to change their mind, but I it think was it really is all about, about the shallowness that is Miss Quad. Of, eh, I ain't trying to mess up my body. I might not have that snapback, um, you know, because she's a little older and she may not get mm-hmm. that snapback that a lot of women have or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I don't know. I wouldn't put it past her about it being about a storyline. Um, yeah. Now, to her defense, and I don't like her, so I, anyway, um, their relationship when they when her yeah. and Dr. Gregory <laughs> were on um that last reunion that they were on when they appeared together, it seems like their relationship was very toxic. So I understand her not wanting to uh-huh. bring a child into an environment mm-hmm. like that because it definitely doesn't make the environment better. A lot of times That's it can make it worse. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So I understand that, but her dogs were her life. So mm-hmm. I would, you know, even though I'm not happy about them bringing Quad back for <laughs> another season because I love my reality shows and Married to Medicine is one that I like, it's going to be interesting to see another side of her. Yes. It is. So that's why I'm saying, like, I'm confused about about who Quad is at this point, right? Uh, (laughs) I mean, you know, because even I watched a couple of episodes of um, Sister Circle. Is that the show she was hosting? I no, 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 honey. I was watching. Let me let me make it right. Snippets, okay. And so, um, just seeing her interaction, it was almost kind of like Tamar yeah. on the um, what you call it show on that the real. Um, it wasn't. A, it's not a balance. You know what I'm saying? Like her personality is so big and so huge and so quiet, honey. You know, and so I'm wondering if motherhood is going to mellow her out instead of being like quad. She'll be like quad, you know. (laughs) I'm just saying because, like, listen, I don't have any kids, but I babysat, and um, children are a lot of work. You know what I mean? You especially Mm -hmm. when they get beyond that dressing like me cute phase. You know, um, when it goes into Mm -hmm. the puberty and, you know, like, and so it's just going to be, it's going to be interesting to see her in that dynamic. It really is like, she's just, listen, it's a little bit different because when you're a person of means, which I don't know Quad's financial situation, but she portrays herself as a person of means when Mm -hmm. she surprised herself with her own car um that she act like it was a surprise but she bought it for herself but (laughs) you're a person of me do you really you know you have nannies um and things you're a bit more hands-off um I thought a, a baby would change Kenya it didn't um didn't change Tamar and those and and Nini had mm. kids since forever. Mm-hmm. I think when you just have that big big personality, <laughs> in you. like Grandma say, was in you gonna come at you? Yeah, it's it's yeah. gotcha. Yeah, I, I understand it's yeah. in there because listen, do you watch Housewives of Beverly you know Hills? Uh no, I have not watched. I'm it. watching Sometimes it this season I because Garcelle Bouvet is really on there. Watch it, uh, and I love her, and I wanted to support because 
this was like oh, yeah. the first time yeah. that they had somebody of color on the Beverly Hills franchise. Well, I think some seasons ago they had a biracial person. I'm not 100% sure, mm-hmm. but I love Garcelle and I like Denise Richards, you know, who is Charlie Sheen's. She's on there. And so the big, yes, you know, yeah, one yeah, thing about yeah. the Housewives franchise is they have like something that they blow out of proportion that they drag for episode after episode after episode. So mm-hmm. what's going on now is Denise is a mom. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. Denise. Let me just put it put it like that. I love her because as much fame as she has and mm-hmm. of her own, she's famous in her own right, but she was also one of the most famous actors there is. She's mm-hmm. so down to earth. Mm-hmm. She's so mm-hmm. comfortable in who she is. Like those women in Beverly mm-hmm. Hills, honey, they will show up to a yoga event in full face makeup. Okay. Denise shows up to dinners in jeans and a shirt right. and looks so beautiful just being herself. Okay. So I said I had to say, you know, she's raising her girl she has with Charlie, okay. plus she's adopted a girl who has some type of developmental disabilities. So they had like, they had to move because of the fires mm-hmm. that happened in California. So they had like a backyard barbecue type thing. Uh, where she invited the ladies over, but also her kids were there as well as her kids invited friends over. Now, we know that when women get together, we talk about everything under the moon. A lot of stuff is inappropriate to be said around other people, but as women, we know how to not have those conversations around kids. Well, the ladies didn't get that memo. They talked about everything from threesomes and everything of that nature in front of kids mm-hmm. and the kids friends oh but ah, here's the thing my gosh. when Denise brought it up and said that she was upset by it they had a nerve to be like how can you be upset when you talk about this stuff all the time but she talks about it when there's no kids around and so they were calling her a hypocrite and I'm like right, no she would be right, a hypocrite right. if she talked about it around y'all kids but not around hers but she's not a hypocrite if she talks about mm-hmm. it um, with just the women when those kids, when no kids are around. And so they're dragging this whole thing out. And there's a right. chick on there named Erica Jane. I do not like her because she made a comment, was like, so you mean to tell me her kids never heard of a threesome? She better hope they're not already having them. That was so disgusting. <gasps> wow. She's a mother, wow. but her son is like super old. Because she old, but she just won't accept it. And um, <laughs> she's going through like a midlife crisis. She want to be a pop star now and everything. But I said all that because Denise oh, raised her own kids. And she also raised kids that Charlie had with another woman when that woman had to go to rehab. But the rest of the women were very hands-off mm-hmm. raising their kids. Mm-hmm. So maybe mm-hmm. she you know, mm-hmm. holds it a little closer of what's appropriate. She knows how to separate her, you know, your yourself when you're yes. around your kids and then yes. you're this different person where you can let your hair down, so to speak. Right, 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 right. Wow. Girl, you know, they will make a storyline out of right. something. As they petty have, as that is. It up and it's like basically, basically telling her she has no right to be upset because she talks about way worse stuff. But I'm like, but there's no kids around. 
there's like there she has like Mother Teresa around you can be approved around your kids period and be the total opposite mm-hmm, when you're out mm-hmm. and about what do they not get about that that's just like when you're at work you're one way right. at work and another way when you get in your car and talking to somebody on your way home okay okay <laughs> exactly <laughs> Yes, everybody is a polar bear. Okay. Well, on that note, girl, we have yeah. talked and talked and talked, but you were gonna you were gonna interject something. You know, I over talk because that's what I do. I apologize. <laughs> a girl, no, you know that's what we do. Okay. Uh, I don't even remember, but my my um volume went out a little bit, so. I wanted to know, I think I wanted to know, like, how is Garcelle on the show? Like, how is she? She is wonderful. I don't know if you mentioned that. I love her on the show because she is unapologetically who she is. So she will say things like, that's Black Girls Magic. Uh, She's not trying to. Okay. You know how sometimes in a situation there are some Black people who would try to change up who they are around uh, all all white crowd. Mm Mm-hmm. She's not that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And even oh, though you know she was married hear. to a white man and she has that biracial kids, um, she still she it's just uh-huh. she doesn't change who she is because she's around them. And I do like the fact that she's on the show with them, but they also showed her they filmed her with another group of friends, her all black friends. Of which oh. one of her friends was oh, Sheree Fletcher, Will Smith's first wife. Yeah. Oh, and okay. Close friends and Garcia nice. actually shared well, that good. her and Will used to date as well. She was like, it was a Hollywood thing. They were both single at the time. Doesn't okay. seem like it was serious or anything like that. But I like yeah. that that they're showing different, um, you know, a different dynamic. Not just her with the girls all the time. And honey, she's booked and busy, so a lot of the events they have, she's not there because she's like, I got to catch a flight to do this, and I'm filming. And this, that, and the other. It does seem like her and Kyle are going to have a lot of disagreements this season. They've kind of already started. Um, and I think Garcelle kind of let her know, I'm not the one. So, pretty good, pretty good. Candace, are you still there? I hear you now. Can you hear me? Oh, okay, okay. I don't know what happened. Um, I was saying I'm glad to hear that about her because, you know, a lot of um, celebrities that we kind of admire or, you know, think good of, think well of, um, they get on right. TV and it's like, oh, I don't really, you know, they don't live up to the hype. Their their lives are very incongruent. So it's good to find or to hear someone who is congruent, you know, with what they speak and what they do. You know, their their being is incongruent. So I like that. That's good. I like that. I hope it stays that way. Um 
Yeah, I definitely want to see her in right. conflict because that's when you really get to know so her. So far, her and Kyle yeah. had a little issue and she was able to kind of assert her point without being, you know, without the whole, the image of a black woman. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like a few of them okay. are going to try to bait that out of her. I really do. Yeah. Mm, the angry black one. Oh, gosh, I hate that. I hate that. I hate when that happens. Oh, I have been experiencing that. Uh, yeah, they they really do try to like push, provoke. It's like we just want to see it, you know. Um, yeah. So, but um, so that's why I'm saying that I, I'm looking forward to seeing her in conflict. Um, and seeing how she resolves that, you know what I mean, without being st- yeah. stereotypical. Uh, uh, I have yeah. some unfortunate yeah. news. I just got so. noticed that apparently there was a federal protective services officer that was shot and killed in Oakland in the midst of the protest. Yeah. Oh. Uh, right. Casualties um, of that's war. That's kind of scary. Um, it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we, we are a country at war it, right but they're automatically going to be looking at oh it was the black people yeah. protesting who did it but they said it was just a car that went into a building and started shooting yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, I, you know, at the beginning, you had mentioned about Trump's post about the thugs, you know, um, and I will say this, like, we can take it personally, or right. we can't, or, but I refuse to, right? Because when you look at, you know, the definition of thugs, it does not say black people, it does not say white people, it says right. people involved in criminal activity, Okay. And so now that's his ignorance because these people are actually exercising their rights to protest. Um, unfortunately, though, some of their actions are criminal. The looting, you know what I mean? And the, the violence or whatever. Um, and so I'm just going to take it as he's talking about those people who are engaging in violent acts, violent or criminal acts. Those are the thugs. Um, that, you know, cause I'm going to, I will agree with him. Those are thugs. That's thug like behavior, you know? Um, but I, I, I will not allow myself to be tormented or angry because he used that word, even though it is, you know, it is probably like we were talking about with Tamar, right? Just because of that's who she's are, that we're going to take what, what she says comes across as shady. Um, just because he, he's been a racist, you know, or said some very um, racist remarks, right. I just refuse to give him the power like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it's unfortunate because, like I said, casualties of war, right? You know, this country is in an uproar. Um, and I'm sure he wasn't the first and is not going to be the last um, casualty of this thing, you know? Um, but it's unfortunate that the lack of justice has yeah. caused this to be. I just know? don't want it to turn into so. 
um, a bigger issue against blacks. Now, the people who are out there being peaceful as the military oh. just kind of turn on them or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that violence begets mm-hmm. violence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this, but, and that is what is, that is what we see, right? Here in Baltimore, these people were not violently protesting at all. You know what I'm saying? But you better believe the police was right there. You know, Um, the, um, I saw the clip of the um, anchor, the black anchor for CNN, you know, and I was like, he handled himself so well. But even in the non-aggressive, non-threatening way that he was handling himself as a professional, right? Again, we got to see that they still put handcuffs on him. They still took him and his crew down to the station. And he had to justify, approve that he was who he was. You know? Which is horrible. And it does piss me off when you see people who are out there protesting peacefully. But like you said, the police are right there and they have full riot gear on. So it's like, so you're just expecting. You're Mm -hmm. ready. You're ready. Like mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. might have you jumping mm-hmm. you're just ready to and hoping yes there's something yes. yes and that's yes and that's where we have to be careful we have to be on point because no matter how threatening they are we can't allow ourselves to become that you know what I mean we have to be we I, I, you know, these things get into our emotions and our feelings and our thoughts and our, you know, it feeds that energy that we have in us to fight. You know what I mean? Um, and you know how, like, when you're arguing with somebody and you're, like, expressing how you're feeling and you're giving them all these words oh, yeah. and they respond to you like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Oh, so it I'm just makes first. you want to like, you know, blow up. yeah, yeah. And so, or somebody is constantly, they just whispering in your ear, you so stupid, you so ugly, you this, you know, and then you respond out loud and you the one that get in trouble because you responded that out loud. So and you like, but they so stay getting in trouble you know? because I was the louder yeah. and the more aggressive one, but I never. Mm-hmm. I never fought first. I never started anything. But the other person, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. really yeah. most of the time they were, they behaved a certain way in class. So nobody thought that they would say or do certain things to me. Mm-hmm. And then when we would get mm-hmm. in the principal or the dean's mm-hmm. office, they would start mm-hmm. crying. And I'm not a crier like that because what did I do? Yep. I if I'm crying, it's because I want to whoop your butt and I can't get to you. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and so I have to be, I find myself and I can't, I, you know, I will watch clips and I will read information to get right. information, right, so that I can be informed. Um, but I have to be careful of allowing myself to be consumed by these things right. because it will enrage me. I am a person, I am naturally mm-hmm. for the underdog. You know what I mean? And 
oh, um, when I see injustice, it, it doesn't matter where it is or what it is. It enrages me. It's like right. it gives life to the bull right. inside of me. And so I have to be careful because I'm easily, and that when, I, when I'm upset, you know, when I'm enraged, I am easily provoked to trample, you know? Um, and so I just have to, and, and so I would just say to us all that let's be mindful right? That we don't give right. any ammunition, that we don't put any bullets in their gun. You know what I mean? Um, that give them any type of way to be right. um, aggressive, or, and even though they're going to do it anyway, right? They're going to posture in aggression, but that doesn't mean that we have to as well. You know, um, we can stand and be solid and be strong in peace for protesting, in peaceful protesting, and in peaceful, you know, um, you know, words like we should be encouraging and strengthening one another. You know, we don't have to come together in violence. You know, we're not I a think herd we all of animals. Need to organize. You understand what I'm saying? So, so come together. Um, there is absolutely nothing that we cannot accomplish. We are powerful, and I wish that we would know how powerful we absolutely. are. A lot of us do. A lot of us are waking up to know how powerful we are without without the violence. Mm-hmm. extremely powerful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so yes yeah i'm just it's yes. time to make a yes. change i'm all for yes. i think ti mentioned like a blackout day in july i gotta get the correct date but where no black person spends a dollar we have mm-hmm. we, we are a small percentage of the population but a large mm. we have a large amount of buying power in the united states and so let us not spend a dollar yeah yeah yeah, I wish even absolutely. the uh, absolutely. the absolutely. more influential people would say, well, of course, you know, we we are still kind of um, quarantining, but I wish some of the NFL players would say, I ain't playing no games. I'm not, NBA will say, I'm not playing the games. Um, person say, mm-hmm. I'm not doing any concerts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything until stuff changes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. period. That's where our power is. Our power is in our dollars and the entertainment and what we bring. When they talk about Black people go back to Africa, this country would collapse if we did. It would collapse. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. They wouldn't know what to do because they're so used to hiring and working us and sitting and doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? That it would be difficult for them to work. You know, all of that. Uh, Come on, ain't nobody gonna go watch no basketball game if it ain't none of mm-hmm. us playing. Mm-hmm. That's why don't <laughs> nobody really watch golf like that. Who gonna do? Like golf no, is not one of the <laughs> right. Golf ain't one of those major sports. You're like, man, Except guess who playing the PGA it. Tour? <laughs> nobody playing that. And, yeah. and tennis. It was Venus and Serena, Arthur Ashe, all those African Black Americans who, you know, brought the brought our eye to the game. You know, that became entertainment. You know, so, but yeah, yeah, we just have to figure out, know, and respond. Right, and in, in in peace there is power. You know, if they know how to handle it, there's a lot of power in peace and violence. Uh, Peace, 
They have exactly. no idea what we're going to do. Well, we're, we're silent. Absolutely. That's what I was about to say. Right. Yeah. Confuse yeah. the enemy. Yes. It confuses people. When you get peace, people are confused. Yes. Because they're expecting you to respond a certain way and it throws mm-hmm. them off their game when you're at peace, you know? And so um, we got to, we have to change our tactics, you know? We cannot allow that. Your sound went out again, Candice. Yep. Can you hear me now? Okay. I know what happened. My phone, you know, goes to the blackout screen. But, um, but yeah, so, you know, I'm just saying like, um, yeah, we just have to be powerful in our And I think that's a great note to end our first podcast. Oh, we got some kinks to work out, but I think it's pretty good. Um, so again, if you all are tired of racism in America and just frustrated, look, join the club. We're with you we're fighting alongside of you whatever i can do there are no are not any protests around me but i've been signing petitions and doing everything that i can do on my end and and we'll learn what i can do more um but like candace is saying there's power and peace um so let's try to be peaceful let's come together let's confuse the enemy and let's make change happen Make it happen. Oh, wait. And we gotta say. <laughs> if you believe if you are con- just as confused about Claude as I am, join the club. <laughs> join the club. If you're confused about open marriage, honey, join the, the club. <laughs> All right, girl. Well, until next time. All right, girl. <laughs> everybody listening, have a blessed day. See you later. See y'all.